This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you can make it through. All right, fellas. Let's do what we got to do. It's the Sportscast. Hey. Infinite, how are you? Lovely, lovely. Late night. Yes, indeed. Late start to this joint. Logic, what say you? How you doing, bang, brother? Bang, bang, anywhere gang. Get you on that power right there, bro. Shut Shut Shit. You want to talk about power. bang, bang. Best up. Bessa, is that you, Bessa? <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Bessa. Jimmy. I'm sorry. First things first, man. I'm, I'm going to start straight out with it. Uh, tonight was the last of the play-in games in the NBA. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Logic, I'm going to go to you first, man. I just want to okay. know what you felt about both games. Um, Did it surprise you, the outcome? How you feeling? I... I felt like both games went the way I thought they go. Ooh, so so you I saw really, Cleveland losing for real? Yeah, I, I definitely did. I, okay. I thought yeah. I actually had a conversation with Infinite Jewels yesterday. Yeah, we were talking about some things. I was just throwing some stuff against the dartboard, trying to think about some stuff. And I just felt like the veteran leadership on that team. I'm a stickler for veteran leadership, so I'm always kind of going to go for the you know in those positions in the play-in which is new but in the playoffs which is very old like i'm always going you know try to lean into you know the teams with veteran type of players that you know are used to this type of environment so i figured cleveland they played very well this season they had a wonderful season you can't take anything away from this season they played great mm-hmm. They have building blocks. They have a lot of things going forward that they can do. LeBron James will be there next year. There's a lot of things that's going on with them. That's I like that sneaky. Like, I like that sneaky. Like, you know, it's the sneaky link. But it's just not their moment right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With the Clippers, and we talked about it, Joe, mm-hmm. and, you know, for the Patreons, they'll, they'll give a little bit of that conversation. But I thought the Clippers would kind of figure their way out of that. But the better team was definitely New Orleans. Mm. So I, I can't say I mean I, without Paul George, yeah. Yeah. Without Paul George, yeah. Yeah. Without Paul George, yeah. Because, you know, McCullum is a star. He's not an all star, but he's a star. And I don't think the Clippers had a star. So you know, when it comes into these playoff type situations, especially one game out, it's you got to go with the guy that you got to go with the team that, that has one of them guys, like one of them guys that could just go manufacture a bucket high and it be manufactured. And I felt like tonight the Clippers did everything they could do. They, they really did a whole bunch of bad shit. They really played as hard as they could. It's just who was the guy that was going to get it at the end. But those are just my things. That's what I think. Okay. All right. Infinite, infinite. Are there any surprises tonight for you? How do you feel about it? No, 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 no surprises at all. Cool to see, you know, Cleveland, you know, got Jared Allen back, but uh, I mean, obviously he was coming off a long injury. Sit down, so uh, he made, you know, he made some impact, a little bit impact earlier in the game. But uh, my main takeaway, at least in that first game, uh, I'm thinking about that and leadership on either side. It was just. Coaching for me, I, I, I thought Bickerstaff did a bad coaching job. Yeah, yeah. ETL got into the game. 
I didn't see the whole game. I saw, you know, most of the second half, some of the uh, first half. But was uh, anybody could tell me was Kevin Love injured? Did he? Did he not do up tonight? No, no. Kevin Kevin was in there at the end too. He was there because he got touted. Uh, they they threw him in the because uh, he's the best uh, passing. Uh, big man, so they let him pass it in, inbound the ball, trying to trying to win it in the end. Um, yeah, but, but right, but he wasn't really in the game. He wasn't, though, yeah, he wasn't right. effective though. No. Yeah, <clears throat> but they, you know, bigger staff didn't didn't stop the bleeding. You know, cool um, to have two big men at the you know at the five and the four, but you know, Jared Allen is like the new version of like Clint Capella. Right. I catch him. Yeah, he's, a put back. he's a rim runner. Yeah, he's a rim runner. Yeah, he's a rim runner. Just throw it at the rim if I'm standing there, and I could right. get points that way. They they were thrown off, right. uh, you know, and and so here's my take: they they were just thrown yeah. off because because it, at at some point it began to say like, is Garland going to come down and score? Because Trey was going off. Like Trey waited till the third quarter specifically. He scored 16 points in the third quarter. He was like something ridiculous from the field on seven of nine shooting or something, while while Garland was went two of two of seven and and seven points or some shit, you know he just was off. Garland was off, Trey was on, yeah. and they were looking for Garland and they were trying to make way for him. And at the same time, Garland was struggling. Trey would come down and and challenge Jared Allen. He would challenge the whole damn team, and they were letting him right through. That, he's a different dude. Yeah, because he has he's the experience. You know what I'm saying? So, so I feel like dude. it's just it's just not Cleveland's time yet. This is a learning lesson, and they'll come out better for it next year. That's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah, that's they'll come exactly out. what I just said. It's I mean, it's logical of everything, so I, I agree with your logic. Great season. <laughs> for them. You can't take anything away from what they learned nah, about uh-uh. Darius Garland this year. You can't take anything away from what they learned about the team. It's just not their time tonight. Not their time at all. It's their time tonight. So, so I want to admit something because I didn't even know. I thought the playoffs began Sunday. They begin tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. They yeah. begin tomorrow. Yeah. 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 So I, originally uh, we were going to go through, you know, Atlanta and Miami and, and, and what you think about the play-in teams that have made it to the eighth seed, you know. Okay. But I want to redirect real quick because tomorrow Please we have see. some pretty pivotal games. Well, today because it's one thirty-two in the morning right now. Uh, we have Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, Eastern for my West Thank Coast room. Thank you. Um, Jazz, Jazz and Mavericks play tomorrow at one o'clock. Um, Logic, who's your winner there? Jazz versus the Magic, and why? What are the Magic supposed to do? What are they supposed to do? What is what is what is the move? What what is the best version that could win that matchup? What's the best version? Because I can't see. I, I I can't see based on the team that they have set up right now that there's a possible way for them to for the Mavericks. Play. The Mavericks. Yeah. I, yeah. They got they got the best. They got the the the. To me, is he officially playing? Do we know he's playing? Oh, he's out. I thought he's out. Yeah, I thought he was out. Like, did you read so that? What, what I'm looking that? at right now in the preview is that Luca is playing. Right. Along with Donovan, I need to. Yeah, I mean, I need to see that on a yeah. piece of paper that Lucas playing. Yeah, and then I true. will retract my statement. But that's if Lucas true. not playing, yeah, 
like I just said, what element can what else, what do they come with outside of that? Yeah. That's going to win them a series of anything. Yeah. That's Luca team. If Luca, it's the same way for like Atlanta. Uh-huh. What game are they going to win if Trey don't play? Like, what are you, what are you going to do? And it's no, you know, diss to the team. It's just a team that, you know, if we go back further, it's, you know, Allen Iverson. It's, you know, certain teams are built off the star player, and that's the person that drives everything else. Mm. So, you know, I rock with the Mavs. I think Mark Cuban is one of the greatest owners I've ever seen, and I wish he owned the next. Amen. I really Amen do. That. I really do. I think we had one multiple championships by now. One well, that's one well, well run Dallas organization. Yes. Even when they've made mistakes, which they've made Amen. tons of mistakes, he can explain why they made them, and he stands accountable, and he goes on TV, but that's an aside. The point is this. What can the Mavericks do Without old boys, what can they do? Amen. And if just, and just to be play, thorough, just to be thorough, Thursday yeah. they did rule him out. Thursday they said that Luca will not play. I know. That's but why. Then I Friday afternoon they came back and said he may play. So <laughs> that's, that's what they got play. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so now I think it was like a calf play. thing or a thigh. Yeah, it's a, it's a like left calf. His left calf. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which so infinite with that. With that infinite, where do you see? Uh, the, the, the matchup between Utah and uh, Dallas. But same thing you're about to talk about. Yeah. Because the driving force, right? So, uh, so you can, start right there, then. So so said, we, can, uh, we can just name this series way. in Luca We Trust? Is that it? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, no, we need Luca. No, not, not Luca We Trust. No, Luca We okay. Need. We need, need Luca. But, but are, aren't we forgetting about yeah. I mean, Donovan Mitchell Tank has something Tua. to do with this series. Tank for Tua, lose yeah. for Luka, something like that. Like that. If Luka, if Luka can sit down for four games, Donovan yeah. can sit down for four games. That's my point. Like, okay. Yeah. Donovan doesn't even need to play. He would not even need to play. Nope. nope. And if he does, he's going to have 100,000 points to win. None, nobody else can do it. Shout out to Shout out to Spider. Spider Mitchell. The Knicks are waiting. We're waiting. Julie's about to get moved. Come home. Oh, my God. Come to the city. Come home, boy. Come home. We need you. Continue. Uh, hey, uh, okay, Logic. Logic, give me, give me your thoughts on the Grizzlies <laughs> versus the Timberwolves, then. Cause I think this... this is going to be one of the most entertaining series Yo. that's going to happen. <laughs> I, just, I feel like there's so many underlying stories. I think as we go on to five, we're going to talk about different players on the Timberwolves. We're going to talk about different players. Right, on the Grizzlies, and it, it's just this is going to be. It's a lot of youth. Uh-huh. There's some veterans in there. There's connections between the two teams. The play, it's just it's gonna. It should be fun. It should be fun. It should be fun. And Ja is a show. And if Carl Anthony Towns shows up, like I believe he would. That's gonna be a show too, and the Ant Man gonna be out there. So you just in it, you in it for there. the show then? You not? You oh not, man, yeah, I, you, I have no idea. You have no dog I in the fight. Like, you just in it for the show. I feel like the Grizzlies should win. Okay, All right. The Grizzlies should win just off of some of the wins that I've seen through the season and the way that the team has really adapted to Jeff. 
but Minnesota can win. They mm. can. If they maximize their talent and everybody plays at the level they need to play, they mm. can beat a lot of teams because they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talented players who can do some things. They just got to okay. do it all at the same time. Amen. They just got to be hitting at the same time. That's all right. All right. Logic. Good, good. Um, Infinite, let's throw it to you. I feel like this series is, is going to be hard for you, too. <laughs> I'd have heard you talk about both of these teams. How you feel about the Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies? Memphis should be absolutely scared. <laughs> One person only. Say again? I don't care about car every time. I said, okay. uh, Memphis Grizzlies should only be worried about one player. I don't care about mm-hmm. anybody else for the, for the Minnesota Timberwolves. They got to worry about the, the perennial playoff sniper. Ooh. AKA, I will assassinate your best player. Put him on the injury reserve list for the rest of the season. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, didn't, I didn't want to Mr. say Mr. Patrick Bev. No, I, I should have. the first thing I, I, I wanted to. No, no, no. I left that. I left that for you. I left that for you. Yeah. I let you clean the dishes, babe. You got it. I appreciate it. I let you clean appreciate the dishes. It. We're a team. Oh. Appreciate it. Mm. Patrick Beverly is renowned for ending your best player four minutes into the third quarter. <laughs> Every year. Now, luckily for Memphis, you know they've they've uh, done good without Jaw. If Jaw goes down, Patrick's smart enough. He's going to assassinate Desmond Bain, whoever the next man up. <laughs> whoever the next, be very scared of this man. This man is oh, very thorough ending careers. He'll put you on that powwow screen. Oh, oh my boy. goodness. Word out. Boy, yeah, yeah, shout out to Chris Paul. True. Shout out to Chris Paul because Chris Paul didn't go out that's after true. that. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Mm. Assassinated. Mm. It's that true. Mm. I know that's not better. It's that better. It's that true. <sighs> He'll put you on that powwow screen. Gang, bang, bang, anywhere, gang. <laughs> Shit. All that being said, it's gonna be a very. Are you, are, do you have a dog yeah, in this fight? Are you are you picking the Grizzlies to win this series? Is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I've been talking Memphis all year, so I'm looking for them. To, I told them this this is your year. I mean, we say that about a lot of teams, but me specifically, before Ja gets hurt again, and you know, he'd be on year 13 and looking like James Harden right now. You gotta go get him right. You gotta go get him right. He plays very wild. You gotta go get him right. He plays very reckless. Scary reckless. I go get it right. Yeah. All right. All right. So the, 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 the next the next game, I'm not really interested in the matchup at all. I just want your pick. So logic, you don't okay. need to explain it. I just want to know who before we get into that. Go ahead. Not to cut you off. No, you good. Before we get into that, I don't remember hearing your pick. What do you think? Oh shit. For that for that matchup. I'm I'm yes, strictly sir. a fan in this matchup, man. I you know yes, sir. uh I'm I'm gonna fan out with the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves. Like those are two high energy teams to me. Yes, um, sir. Yeah, I I don't I don't really want to pick one, but my logic says that the Grizzlies will win just because uh, they're more talented. Like they have more they got more talent at skilled positions, if that makes sense. Um it does. Yeah, so There's logically football, it so, should be the Grizzlies, but just like just like Infinite alluded to, I mean, don't don't you, <laughs> that nigga is a assassin, a sniper, <laughs> and he will take out your two best players. He will yeah. take out your I two best players. Be 
You know what I'm saying? So, you, might see a couple of fights, you might see a couple of fights doing the series. Right. Couple right. scrapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're too, and they're young, so there's going to be a lot of trash talking. There could be some major ejections. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anything's possible. High energy. High energy. Which is why it's going to be a great series. The highest level of it. Yeah, that's that's one. Highest. Like you said, like you said, Logic, like I'm just going to be enjoying watching this series. Like it's going to be the I most just, watched one. It's, yeah. we have to have a point in time where you guys will allow me to just talk about that man for just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> I just I we, we 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 talked about it and I told you I got some stuff I want to say about that dude as a basketball player and as a man for what oh I okay yeah we're definitely we're talking about that tonight we'll get in our second segment we'll get we're definitely coming we'll back but we'll get there it's important it's important so, so logic, let me get your let me get your team between the 76ers and the Raptors. Who who's winning? Honestly, I'm gonna have to go with Embiid on this one. I feel like my level of trust playoff wise with James Harden, not to dismiss his abilities and, <laughs> and, and how great of a player he is. Cause I don't, you know, I, we can do that, but like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I've been listening to all these podcasts and different people saying, you know, James Harden has all this pressure. No, he doesn't. Like, he was an all-star. He's getting, like, $48 billion a year. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Reggie Miller's in the Hall of Fame. So, James Harden's going. So, (laughs) the pressure you think he got, like, it's that's you're manufacturing that for your own stories. I think the Raptors are wonderfully coached, wonderfully principled team. They just don't have enough dogs. To deal with somebody like it, they just don't have anybody. They just Amen. don't have anybody. There's nothing. They they're not built to deal with that. And now you know, without a Kawhi or something to you know overcome that, I don't see them winning that. I don't think Philly is the championship level team and all of that. But I, I think this is a series that they should just be able to fight their way through if they go through and be to do it. Sound logic. Sound logic. Infinite, what say you? How you feel? 76ers, rafters. <clears throat> and BZ. <laughs> you stay healthy? You stay healthy. It's done. It's done. It ain't a lot of fun, bro. And that's why I knew, like, in this matchup, there's not a lot to talk about. 76ers nope. should take this uh, running nope. away. Uh, they have. Yep. And, uh, honestly, if 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 people liked Embiid better, he would be the overwhelming pick for not only the scoring title but the 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 MVP of the league. Uh, yeah, he's 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 kind of a big deal. Uh, but can but, I be honest? Go ahead. Hot take. Go ahead. Embiid would be appreciated more, and would be seen as a much better player. You know from. I don't want to say casuals, but just by like regular people. Yeah. If he didn't sound like Matumbo when he talked. <laughs> Is that crazy? Because he's hilarious. <laughs> no, no, he loves no. his tweets. He's, but I mean, like, he, everything he does is something that we have already said we like people to do. It's just what right. he does it. People yeah. feel like it's different. And I try to figure out what's different about it. And it's got to be the accent. Like, it can't be yeah. anything else. Because everything he does and everything he says is everything we say we want from the classic big man. We let Shaq do it. 
it's 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 like something we love. Like we love big men who talk shit and have jokes and mm. clown and, and you know what I mean. He's like the new school with Twitter. He does all. It's just. I guess it must be the accent. It must be. It can't be anything else. Dude is dope at all levels. Like he's a super troll. Anywho, like, how's that not your interview? <laughs> I, I don't enough? know. I don't know. But let's look, move on to the front runner for MVP. Yes, we'll move on to his game. Logic. What do you think about the Warriors versus the Nuggets? Who is winning? Because that that goes on tomorrow or today at eight thirty okay. p.m. Uh, okay. Eastern time. Warriors I think I think that what I said about the Sixers, I would also say about the Nuggets, but it's a different scenario. I think personally, I'm not the biggest Jokic fan. I'll admit to it. I don't think it's because Jokic is not good. It's because I'm a man of a certain age, and I remember a guy by the name of. Sabonis. And so I feel like I saw a version of this before, maybe an older version, maybe not. You know, like, you know, like he had been in like Europe playing basketball for like 30 years before I saw him. But like I I I I've seen this before. It's not so phenomenal to me. And what I understand is that the problem with Denver is you need that plus Jamal Murray. And without Jamal Murray, I don't think it works the same. I, I, I think Jokic is a wonderful, phenomenal individual talent. Mm. But I think you need another... I think the thing about Tim Duncan that was great was that he had some people around him to do some other things. And so, you know, long story aside, I can't bet on Denver. I can't bet on Denver because it's all built on Jokic. Jokic is going to have to get LeBron James triple doubles <laughs> and not the triple doubles that he gets. The triple doubles of 13 points and 13 rebounds and 12 assists, that's not going to do it. You need okay. Magic Johnson triple doubles. And I don't think he's going to be able to do that for the city. So, All right. All right. Infinite, how do you see it? Warriors Nuggets, who you got? What's Curry coming up? Got a, they got top him Curry. Uh, in the preview, they say Curry's attending. He will be there, but uh, you know he's Zion. 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 <laughs> yeah. He he did he did participate in the scrimmage Thursday. Um, he still has pain in his foot. Uh, he no, says no. that every professional athlete has pain. Like we play with pain, that's why we get paid. Um, that is true. He and also, I can shoot from a chair. So the doctors, uh, the doctors haven't cleared him yet, as of a uh-huh. Thursday afternoon. Uh, but the Warriors coach said today that he definitely feels Curry is ready to go. AKA, you about to play because I need you to play. Because <laughs> you please play. Because if you play, this one's Get over. This if half you don't play, on the I have to coach. Not, let's don't do that. Let's don't do that. Let's don't. Let's don't do this last thing. His mom is like slacking some type of 
Uh, YouTube rap them like let's don't right, do come that. On, man. like come that's on. that's a questionable thing. That's a questionable thing. Let's don't do that. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's corny, but he's corny on purpose. I feel like he could be a savage if he loved <laughs> like you know he oh, loved Jesus, God. and that's why I'm saying this is this is a logic over everything. First, I just want to point out that logic is coming to the defense of the light skin. Uh, the light skin man. Yes, and, you know yes. sometimes Drake is sometimes, pumping his fist somewhere. Right now. Sometimes your thumb needs some love. Like sometimes <laughs> you know, your thumb needs some love, and I show the thumb love too. I'm not, I'm not dismissive of anyone. I'm not dismissive of anyone. I show love to everyone. I believe that everyone has their own walk and their own things that they have to go. Through. And I think you know our guy has to go through this thing, and everybody. It's almost if you remember, and I don't. I hope the listeners do. There was a guy by the name of Isaiah Thomas, and he had like no wobbly shit, like dimples and really nice teeth, and he would like smile, and then he would like punch somebody in the dick, and then like smile and forget that he did that, like you know what I mean? Like he you know, was from Chicago, and he had like multiple brothers that died from like, drug abuse, and I, like he was one of them guys. But he had like a face that just made you like believe that he was like a really nice person and he was a savage. And that's what I think about Steph Curry sometimes. Like okay. I think what we think about him has nothing to do with who he but, is. But not Clay. Not Clay. Because Clay also. Presented- oh, Clay's a robot. Clay's a oh. robot. Clay is the light skinned Kawhi. Like he's the light skinned Kawhi. Have you heard him laugh? He probably. Huh, 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 huh. Reset. 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 Um loading. 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 Hey, hey uh, Infinite, you got uh, you gotta give uh, me a winner here. Yeah. So we get, <laughs> you gotta give me a winner. Oh my god. We losing? We losing right now? No, 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 no. You could just keep going because I know there's, there's too many light skinned people for, on the Golden State Warriors for us to go. Through, oh my God! There's called the Golden oh. State Warriors for a reason. Do we need to do this? Do we need to do this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This. That's what I'm saying. I'm we a truther, to, bro. We, we need, I'm a truther, bro. We need we need Infinite to pick a winner: Golden State yes, or the Nuggets. What Absolutely. you got, Infinite? Please, sir. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say we're going to I mean, like uh. Robert said, uh, just wanted to go on a hero's journey to, uh, but I will say this though, uh, back a little bit against logic. If this was the season that you, that you been had Jamal Murray, that was kind of open, and I was, you know, yeah, it's a different look, yeah, that's the Tim Duncan and Tony Parker. That's the Tim Duncan and Tony Parker. You have a person that can, you know do some different things while this person does the exact same thing all the time. And it's helpful. It's helpful. I can do my thing and you don't get in the way of my thing and I don't get in the way of yours. That is helpful. And without Jamal Murray, that that's difficult. Because I can do my thing all the time and without somebody else to do something else, it's going to equal the same thing. Okay. But Infinite, you're saying if this, if this is the environment he's in, this, you, can do, you can do it here right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think this is, once again, like, kind of like a uh, Mr. Grissom thing, where you didn't have your best point guard for the whole season. So they battled all year, you know, without Jamal Murray. So, like, I'm saying, I think the season, if you don't have him, it's not
since the namesake of the show has been calling me out logic uh i will give my two cents on 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 golden state because i like the team they remind me of the duke it's blue important. devils a lot in a lot of yeah. ways so you have light skin privilege yeah. like you're not light skin but you have light skin privileges so there's a part of you that you know understands the <sighs> light skin like that in a way that i'll never understand it. i like, i it. i resonate with it. uh the you way do. they do business over there. You do. Pause. You do. Um, you do. And 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 I'll, you know and and let me be another person that doesn't necessarily like Jokic. I I can't stand the shot. I don't understand how it goes in. I I don't understand that guy. Like, I don't Joey understand Jay. that. Yeah, go ahead. They are Grant Hill people, yeah. and they are Jalen Rose people, and Dang. never will they meet. <laughs> and never will they meet. Fair Guess enough. which one I am. <laughs> and guess I, which one you are. That's what I'm saying. It's no judgment on either one. Come on, they man. both exist. It's, they both exist. They both exist. Nothing wrong with either one. It's just yeah. it's two different personalities. True indeed. True indeed. Um, in this series, it is Golden State's to lose. If yeah. if 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 Denver wins this series, it's because Golden State lost it. And I'll explain that as simple as Trey. Uh, Trey. Fucking uh, Curry and uh, his 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 uh, Robin have to go off. They have to do what they do. The Splash Brothers have to perform. If they do not, for some reason, because this is where the three pointer fails you. Like it's it's not been hitting, especially when you look at uh, uh, Curry. This is his worst Curry. season. Yeah, this is his worst season for for three point percentage. This is the worst season he's had in his career. Um, injury aside, if he doesn't get back on track and uh, Clay is, you know, just coming off injury. So how great was he going to be? But it's directly core. You know, it'll be directly them two that lead this team to victory or lose it for the team because everybody else is going to stand still. They're still not getting that uh, pool is a great talent. They still refuse to start him instead of Clay. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what else to say. Like unless that that is that is changed, it's on Clay and it's on Curry and they will lose it if they're not on. That's how I see it. And let's see if that team can stay healthy. I mean, Golden State's been beset by a lot of injuries. You know, Draymond, Draymond weathered the storm. I didn't even include Draymond <laughs> in that scenario. Because you have to. You yeah. have to. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, I think not to cut you off, but one of but, the things that. As fans, especially of the game, we don't do enough to really illuminate what this Warriors thing was. Like, this Warriors thing was something. Like, they did something. And the fact that we're still sitting here talking about them way after they did what they did is proof of what they did. Like, they 
created something of a little dynasty. Like they they did that, and they're definitely the reason the league has changed. Like this three point centric is built around the fact that Golden State was so successful with it. But From not just, and I hear you, and I hear you, bro. And you're right. No, you're not wrong. Everything you said was correct. But not just that. There was a period of time as we grew up, and I'm talking, you know, for those of us from a certain age, where, you know, let's say, for instance, Scotty Pippen. Like, that was the idea of, like, you know, a point forward, and he could do, you know, da 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 He could, you know, get the offense going and, you know, direct stuff while, you know, people are playing off the ball and that allowed for, you know, like a guy like Michael Jordan to get in his spots. You know, I didn't have to bring the ball up the court and create. Like, I could just go to my spot and give me the ball over here. And then I'm right. to, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Cool. Draymond Green was a second-round pick from Michigan State who turned out to be the best example of point forward that you've ever seen. And the reason that that dynasty had was specifically because of him. Because that allowed for your best shooter to play off the ball. Like both of your best yeah. shooters didn't have to have the ball in their hand. They became two regimentals. Now it's not one regimental. Now it's not just this regimental. It's two of these dudes. It's two regimentals, two great shooters just running around in circles looking for spots and getting the ball up in the And so I think, you know, what we miss, and, and the only reason I said that is because you said you forgot Draymond. Yeah, yeah. I personally, as a basketball fan, never forget Draymond. I never forget yeah. Draymond because Draymond was the linchpin. He was the key. It wouldn't happen. He was so the key. He was so the key. His ejection in that game against the, you know, in the finals got, yeah, yeah. got LeBron his third chip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, amongst that and the fact that LeBron averaged 29, 15, and 13. Absolutely. He was going to do that. Out. But if Draymond was playing, would they have won that okay. series? It doesn't matter. He yeah, wasn't. That, and they didn't. So there you go. There you go. The other right. thing that happens is, you know, we get into that. But All right. we'll talk about that. Later. With that said, when we get back, we're going to talk. Uh, a little bit about Patrick Beverly and the Let's celebration that went on in that playoff playing game. Uh, stay tuned. It's logic over everything. We'll be back. All right. We're back. It's logic over everything. Before the break, we were talking Patrick Beverly and that uh, some would say shameless uh, celebration they had in the playing tournament on what was that? Was that uh Wednesday night? Wednesday night. I want to say. Maybe Tuesday. I want to say Wednesday, but it might have been Tuesday. Yeah, it might have been Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Anyway, uh, Patrick COVID. Beverly finds himself yeah. on the scorer's table. He's throwing his shirt into the crowd. He, uh, he was crying. Um, he got fined $30,000 by the NBA because he couldn't control his mouth in the, in the press conference. Like He was throwing out the, the shots, shots, shots. So, Logic, you said you wanted to talk about this young man. Tell me how you feel about Patrick Beverly, first of all, and then tell me what you think about the celebration. I'm going to say, and it's, it, I don't want to be too long-winded about it, but what? if you give me a second, I just, I want to explain what Patrick Beverly means to me. As a fan of basketball, when I grew up, 
there were guys whose only job was to be goon. Like, they wasn't necessarily good at basketball at a visual level. Maybe they were tall, maybe they were strong, maybe they were P.J. Browns, maybe they were this, you know, like, but their space and their purpose on a basketball court was fundamentally to strengthen the rest of the team. Like, the rest of the team would follow behind the star and would go as far as the star could go. But they believed in that dude, like that dude that just didn't care. I'm going to tell you some things about Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly from the west side of Chicago, player of the year, went to Arkansas, freshman of the year. By all measures as a guard, he, he probably saw himself as somebody who, you know, could be one of those type of guards, like one of those type of, you know, come out the league and first round, maybe, you know, third, fourth pick in the first round to get to a team, you know, whatever. Played ball in D.C. Dempero, which is in Ukraine. Played in Greece. Played in St. Petersburg, which I believe is in Russia. And found his way to Houston. And as soon as he got to Houston, the moniker that he got and the things that they said about him was this dude is a fucking dog. This dude is an irritant. He's a professional irritant. He, you, whoever your best player is, he will stand underneath that dude and he will talk to that dude. And he'll take all the texts, he'll fight him, like whatever I gotta do, I'm gonna be underneath whoever to do whatever, to be in the league. And what I saw when he cried and what I saw when he was throwing his jersey around and celebrating, was more than just the fact that he, his team, beat the team that he played for previously that cut him. Because that's part of it. Part of it was he was with the Clippers the year before and they cut it. So part of that was just like a personal vindictive thing. Like, you know, I'll show you. But the other part is everything that I know about Patrick Beverly leads me to believe that everything about Patrick Beverly is I'll show you. Everything about is I'll show you every level from high school to college to South Africa to the league was I'll show you. I'll show you. You you don't think I can't, you know, I can't do okay. I'll show you. I'll prove it. And somewhere along the line, this dude has managed to go in multiple locker rooms with multiple teams and get everybody on that team to commit to his same ideal, I'll show you. Like, he's that guy. He's, he's, he reminds me of what basketball used to be for people who wasn't necessarily the stars, who were the linchpins of championship teams, the Michael Coopers, the Dennis Rodmans, the, the people that you didn't think about, but the people that were the heart and soul of what was going on. And they were the people who got the whole team to commit to this idea. They're hating on us. They don't, they don't, they don't care about us. They don't, they're not showing us respect. Well, let's right. show them, you know. And and maybe that's a personal thing. Maybe everybody's not in that position. Everybody that plays professional basketball doesn't come from a world that fits like that. Like there's a whole bunch of other people who were the greatest basketball players in high school and the greatest basketball player in college, and it's great, you know, like. But he wasn't one of them dudes. He was one of them dudes 
who came from South Africa and fought his way into the league and said, you're going to have to fight me the fuck out. You're going to have to beat me the fuck out the league. You, you know what I mean? Like, if it comes down to me fighting, you're going to have to beat me out the league. You're going to have to make me leave. I'm going to find my thing to do in the league that keeps me in the league. And what keeps him in the league is that he can go in any locker room, anywhere, with any group of men and stand in front of them men. And all the men feel like underdogs again. Even if they never felt like that before, and they'll fight. He mm-hmm. creates fighters. He creates fighters. He, I saw Paul George after that Timberwolves game shaking his head. And yeah, the only thing yeah. he could say is, I wish he was still on my team. Right he now. did. He said, I it wish he, he, he said that. I, I'm not like saying that. Yeah. We need somebody like that because yeah. that's a different thing because we don't feel like that. Everybody in here comes with everything that they understand and all the high school balling and all the college balling and everybody's hooping and everybody scored 85 points in the game and all that. But there's this dude, and this dude will fight anybody in here, scream at the coach. To whatever. And all he's trying to say is they're hating on you, they're hating on you, they're hating on you. Let's show him something. Let's show him, let's do this, let's do this. And he cried because he did that with the Timberwolves. He does it everywhere he goes. Every team he's ever played with, the identity of that team has a part of him in it because he creates that. And that's why I went long-winded. I hope it wasn't too long. No, no, no. You but it gave just a, reminds listen, me listen, of basketball. For, for it just record, reminds me. For the record, Infinite, me. Infinite, when you respond to this, re, let me remind the class that, that Logic just gave us history. He gave us uh, uh, brilliant imagery, and he used beautiful words. And he almost made me a Patrick Beverly fan in the middle of it. Because <laughs> okay. All right. Infinite. Let me know. How do you feel about Patrick Beverly? And tell me about that uh, celebration you saw in Minnesota. Yeah. Patrick Beverly is, comes from a uh, long lineage of the off schedule player. Mm-hmm. Cousin of Dennis Rodman and Draymond Green. So, he, I think, he, I think he really wanted to stay on the Clippers. Yes. So, you know, some connection he must have had with them. So, so the way he did. Rich in LA, who want to be rich in LA? Who want to be rich in LA and they go right. to Minnesota? Nobody. Nobody. And it wasn't even about the money because yeah, it wasn't like he was getting paid. Like, it ain't really about the money. Right. Right. Yeah, it's probably those things because of that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I, I saw him. Mm-hmm. I saw a little clip of that interview he had on ESPN like, the day after, whatever. And you know, he was in his pouchy uh, robe, and he looked very LA <laughs> in the video. So, <clears throat> so I was the yeah, side of Chicago, you. man. West side of Chicago. How much yeah. further could you get from yeah. West side of Chicago than LA? You know, he could have been Benny. You know, so that's a piece yep. of Benny. Yep. But uh, Benji, excuse me. Um, yes, but yeah, I didn't mind the. I didn't. Uh, on a solo tip, I didn't mind the, the celebration from Patrick. You know, I didn't see the post the post game stuff, so I didn't see none of that. But the on court stuff, you know, I got it. I just think I just thought it got moved with the rest of the team. Like, no, nah, like I don't need to be on the team, so of course they're gonna follow behind them. But uh, 
Y'all did a lot of celebrating. That's the running to Memphis Grizzlies song name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's fair. That's, that's all that. I, I, if yeah, I was coaching, I would have crowned. I, I, you know, I would let them go off and get them, you know, like a little 90 seconds, like, go ahead, you know. But these niggas thought they, you know, these niggas out here celebrating like it was 1999. I was just trying to say, I thought I got a little goofy. Can I say this on this? Not to cut you off, which is the key phrase. So, Wait for okay, the merch. Okay, Wait yeah. for the merch. The merch is coming. Not to cut you off. It's going to be dope. Different colors, different colorways, different sizes. It's going to be lit. Not to cut you off, but you said something a minute ago. And you said something that was like a, a, a big thing to me. And what I took from it is the understanding that guys like Patrick Beverly just don't exist anymore. Where do they go? What do they do? Like, what, what, what is it? Like, who are you? Like, why are you here? And so you see these dudes and everything is a fight. Everything is like every game is like a fight. Like it's what we used to say about Russell Westbrook before we started deciding that he was trash. Like, because <laughs> you know, we decided he's terrible. But like that would used to be like the Russell Westbrook thing is I play 100%. However, you know, it's the Allen Iverson thing. And, you know, like I'm going to get, you know, what practice, practice. We talk about not the game, you know, I live for, I die for. We talk about practice. Like, you know, I know I'm supposed to go to practice. I know. But it's practice, though. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. That's it. Like, that's why I said, why I first was there. I, yes. I understand what, specifically, Patrick. Yeah. The rest of y'all, you Take your ass to the locker room. Like we, 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 we gotta get right back to the ball room. Like you know, mm-hmm. you know, we we got we got we got some shit to deal with next week, bro. Like so, like we had this little moment. I get it, but, but that shit right there, bro. Uh, I, I thought it went, I went, I thought it went a little too far. Because like, uh, okay. mm-hmm. all that being said, <laughs> CJ McCollum did the same thing as Mike to these niggas. So like Ooh. you know, uh, when it when it comes to to this uh, celebration that took place. Like, uh, I want to preface my response with the fact that I am not an athlete. You know, I've never been... No. uh, I've never been in that moment, like that adrenaline. You know, you've gone all game. You may have been uh, not favored in the game. You may have been the underdog. Uh, I, I don't know how that feels in the moment so that I can't get there where where Patrick Beverly would feel like it's okay to jump the scorer's table and and you know take his shirt off and and celebrate in that way. I I can't get there emotionally just because I haven't been in that moment. So I give him you know carte blanche to to go ahead and do that. Uh in the end it's a play in and you know we're we're what two years of play-ins like we've yep. we've had two years of play-ins like this is a second new thing. Third year of this. Is the third? Is the third year? Okay. I think it's the second, but I'm not sure. Might yeah. be the second or third. Yeah, second very or new. third year. Um, it's not very far in, but it's not any. It's not a championship. It's not an NBA championship. So, the level to which everybody else participated in this celebration was a championship, and that person that was joining him in the press conference. Uh, was Anthony Edwards. 
Um, Anthony Edwards was next to him, not saying anything. And then when Anthony, when Anthony Edwards was asked a direct question, which makes this, uh, this story so great, when Anthony Edwards was actually addressed by the media and attempted to respond, it was thrown back on Patrick Beverly at that moment because he decided to open up a Bud Light. Now, where he got a Bud Light from <laughs> at this point, I don't know. But he decided to open up a Bud Light and repeat, take they ass home. So that prompted Bud Light, the makers of Bud Light, offered Patrick Beverly his own can to call it a Bev Light. They want to call it a Bev Light and put take they ass home at the bottom of the can. They probably paid his fine for him because I can't see a world where he didn't take this offer. In any light, uh, I love the silent, the guy that hands the ball back to the ref when he makes a brilliant play. I like the quiet guy. I, you know, that doesn't really exist in the basketball world, but when you're talking about Barry Sanders, when he would score a touchdown, he would hand the ball back to the ref. He, he wasn't into the celebration. I like that kind of, I like that kind of winner. Um, I like, I personally enjoy uh, when you, when you win and you don't make a big deal about it. That's it. Um, so in this case, I can't side with them uh, just because, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't like that. I don't like uh, Philip Rivers. I don't like any of that boisterous, monstrous, I beat you kind of winner. I just don't like it. So, you know, that's, that's me. Uh, Pat Bev had a lot, of, a lot of sauce in the game because the Clippers kind of treated him unceremoniously on the, on the exit thing. So. Uh, I get it, but do I leave room for it? I can't. And as 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 an NBA as the coach of that team, I definitely can't. You know, I can't subscribe to that. We got to got bigger games to play. Gotta go. yeah. You got to get over and, it. And go ahead, and you was about to say something. No, yeah, I was agreeing with Joe. Yeah, same thing I said earlier. Like as a coach, yeah, you can't. It is something who really runs the team overall. Yeah, you can't you can't let that linger on the fester mm. for that amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I I understand what both of you gentlemen are saying. I I'm gonna stand on my square right here. I'm gonna stand on my square and That's say that you see a certain person and you recognize it. The only reason they're in the league right now, the only reason that they're in the profession that they're in, at the level that they're in. And, you know, when we're talking about basketball in the NBA, like that's the top level of the profession that you do. The only reason you're here, the only reason you're here is because you can go in a locker room and look dudes in the face and practice and punch them in the mouth and do it just, you know, just fucking savage. And people believe it. People believe it. And people will take on the weight of your problems because... A lot of those guys don't have your problems. A lot of those guys didn't play in Yugoslavia. A lot of those guys didn't go through this. You went through that. And so all of those guys know for me to be here, I got to be you. Or at least be cool, too. Because you cut me in the throat. Because you ain't trying to go back to Yugoslavia. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to say. We got it. We got it. We got it. Uh, You know, and this this makes a a bigger conversation uh, because... Pat sure. Pat felt pressure to win that game. Yeah. He felt yeah. pressure. Now, of course he did. when we come back, I want to know 
the the players in your mind that have that same pressure to win this NBA right championship right this now. Is, I want to know the right I now, we, brothers. Joey G. Three to five Joey players. G. Give me three to five players. Joey G. Gotta win chef right kiss. now. This is the chef kiss. Joey G. Go ahead. I'll have to fuck this whole thing up. Wow. Chef kiss. Win the salt bay. Let's do it. All right. Hang on. It's logic over everything. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. It's logic over everything. Before we left, I was going to ask the fellas about how they feel about the three, you know, give me three to five players uh, that are under the, under the gun this year. They have to put up or shut up. If you wouldn't, you know, if, if you'll let me Uh, infinite, I'll start with you. Uh, you know, give me give me your players in the NBA in this playoff that 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 kind of have to win a championship. It's now or never. Uh, been a person that nobody really talked about. I, uh, of course, they on logical everything. You alluded to this brother a couple times. We definitely got to put Jason Tatum on that list. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Showtime. Oh, come on, come on, man. You, I got to yeah. play devil's advocate there. Are you are you going to tell Showtime. me a twenty three year old has to put up or shut up right now? Nope. Yep. Right yep. now, LeBron did. LeBron did. He's a son. He's a son of Mamba. Don't tell me you're the son of Mamba. LeBron did. Kobe did. Kobe did. By 23, he's been in the league for 10 years. You talk like, hey, if you want the mantle, you want to be the Batman. You gotta put the cape on, bro. Gotta put the cape on. So, so that's number one. That's number one. Tatum is number one on your list. He got to win. Mm-hmm. Infinite. No, 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 no particular order. No particular, okay. All right, cool, no, no particular order. Uh, next person, uh, man, man is getting old. Got to throw Jimmy Butler up there. Ooh, JB. Ooh, yeah. JB. I didn't think about yeah. that. My, my, with, with Miami in the front seat. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. I agree. This is the Jimmy Butler year where we figure out is, is it the rest of basketball or is it Jimmy? Who's the problem here? Like, what are we doing here? Like, what? If, what what's the issue? Mm. You, got the, you got the roster. You got, you got a defense roster. You got the you players got you need. Coach. You got you got the OG mafia nigga. And a great version of the Eastern Conference. Yeah. So so what's your what's your uh, third? What's number three? Yeah. Oh, you got you got the. Got the Embiid. Oh, look! Look, I thought you were going somewhere else because I said, "What's your three? You know, and you could have you could have lobbed that up to me. You could have been like CP three. <laughs> go ahead. Oh well, 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 you, well, you said it. Well, you said three, three to five. You, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Go, no, no. MB. So MB's got to win, right? MB's got to win. Like you, 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 you better call Arnold Schwarzenegger and get the Cybertron legs, <laughs> Cyberdyne, and get them. Make sure them leaves stay together, bro. Man, he already been here too. He's another dude. We don't realize. I think he's been here what eight seasons already. Because he sat out like the first two seasons, you know, he didn't play. I don't think he played his rookie season mm. or his really his sophomore. Season. He's really been here already, like six, seven years. Like you got to put up a shot. He be thirty soon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Then uh, of course our favorite, our favorite guy uh, on this podcast. Uh, shout out to Bills. Uh, we get to see. No, we always got those CP CP three on that <laughs> on that list. No. Yeah. Got to go to most. Gotta go to Mo. Yes, Gotta go to Mo. Gotta go to Mo. Brothers. 
gotta CP, go CP to gotta win. Gotta win. You got a you got a fifth one? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if I had a fifth one. Um, I, think, uh, I don't think there's really any pressure for me personally. I think this person. I think this. Uh, I think we're gonna get to that other segment after this one, but. Uh, I think for the people up there in Brooklyn, I don't think it's so much the pressure for the players. I think it's more pressure for the organization. But okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. I'll I'll keep it at four. Okay, yeah, logic, logic. You see anybody that? Uh, so so I think let's let's go over uh, infinite picks there. Let's so go. he went. He let's said Embiid. No particular order, by the way. He said Embiid. Okay. Uh, Tatum, which I don't agree with. That's not fair. That's not fair. Um, who who'd you mention last? Uh, uh, CP three. Uh, CP three. And what was the fourth Jimmy one Butler. I'm missing? And B CP three. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, Jimmy, B. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's a big one. Okay. Do you have anything to add to that list in terms of players that should feel pressure to win an NBA championship? What I want to do, if mm-hmm. it's okay, Joey right. did as the host of a podcast that's named that thing. <laughs> what I would like to do is to transition the conversation. And instead of giving you people who I feel are yeah. pressured, I would like to give an understanding of people who I'm sure the fan bases and our listeners think are pressured that aren't actually okay. pressured. Because I think okay. that's important. So right. You know who's not yeah. pressured? James Harden. I think you alluded to that in the last segment. Tell us why James Harden is not pressured. I feel like James Harden it's not pressure because if you look at all the specific goals that an individual basketball player can get, he's got most of them. Mm. Led the league in points, MVP, what else? You know, sometimes that pressure that's created for certain players doesn't come from the player, it comes from outside okay. sources that see different outside, like different ways. I think, let's say this, if I can think of a player that's, personally pressured yeah. right now. A player that personally has pressure right now. You know who I'd say? And you're going to get mad when I say it. And we talked offline about it. And I wasn't supposed to say this kid's name because we both agreed that this is the name that I can't say. And, you know, Harry Potter, like the dude that will not be named and all of that. But, you know, I don't care about stuff like that. You know I don't. Benson, that's pressure. That's okay. pressure. Are you going to are you going to get right and come out here and show us something? Mm. Or no, that's pressure. That's pressure because James Harden, for instance, whether you do well or you don't do well, your shit is cemented. You're done. It's first ballot cemented. Okay. And B, if you win or you lose, it's cemented at the like you're the dude like you know Tracy McGrady. He's in the Hall of Fame. You're getting it. Like, you're getting Absolutely. it. Like, okay. like, once we made that the level to get in, there's <laughs> a lot of people that's going to get in. Like, no disrespect right. to Tracy. Tracy was a great basketball right. player. But the greatest thing about Tracy was the discussion from other players that played against him. And that's what's going to happen with Embiid, too. It's going to be a whole bunch of people who say, I played against Embiid. Okay. All right. What I'm trying to say is when we're looking at players, and we're trying to decide who's really got that pressure. It's going to be for me, Ben Simmons. Seeing what I've seen, 
it's going to be C.J. McCollum. It's going to be a lot of pressure on him. It's going to be a lot of pressure on him because that team's going to go where he goes. That's his team now. They've got a team. Like, this team belongs to you. You did something in Portland, and it was like multiple people, but it wasn't really good enough. This one okay. is you. So so now you're, I mean, you're stepping you. up a level because it doesn't sound like you're just talking about this season. You're saying C.J. McCollum might have no. pressure in perpetuity for the for the rest of his tenure there as a Pelican. Maybe, but specifically, I'm okay. talking about this okay. season. I'm saying specifically, if you were a fan of basketball and you saw McCollum in Portland, you could not say two years ago that you thought that McCollum could be a leader of the New Orleans Pelicans, right? We never saw that. Like, let's be honest. We never saw that. Like, we didn't know... We didn't know his ability to facilitate for others. We knew he could get buckets up. We knew he could do that. Like, he could always do that. I was sitting watching the game, and it kind of reminded me... I don't... This is an aside, but it kind of reminded me of this kid that used to play named Kevin Mong. And he could just get, and he didn't look like somebody that could get buckets up, and he didn't move like, you know, he wasn't like the Michael Jordan build or something, but he'd get buckets up. Like, he could just find ways to score however he could score. And that's what I see with McCullough. But I also see leadership, and I see the ability to create for other people. And so what I'm saying is, that is what the pressure is, is this belongs to me. Like, this thing goes as far as I say it goes. So it's McCollum, another player that I see that I think there's a lot of pressure on. A lot of pressure. Like, it's Jokic. It's Jokic. It's Jokic. <laughs> but I mean, he's been carrying that because shit. Because we know what your level is. Okay, okay, but it, how far does it go? It won't go farther yeah. than you. Yeah. That's yeah. the pressure. What's the next level? What's the next level? You have to take what you've done up to this point, which you've proven like you are an awesome, outstanding basketball player. But we need the next level to get to the next. Like you, you will never be more than a second round layout unless you turn into a large one. Like that's what you have to do. Like, are you going to do that? Yeah. Are you? Because if you don't. Then all the MVPs and all the love and all the fake hate and all the oh well we you should have had a lot of it doesn't mm. matter. It doesn't mm. matter. It doesn't right. matter. We are looking for you to show us something different. And unfortunately, you showed us something wonderful from mm-hmm. the beginning. But now you have pressure to continue. Your team will not make it. And now I need 32 and 15 and 17 right now. Like that's what I need. I see LeBron do it. I need you to do it. I see Kareem do it. I need you to do it. I see Elijah do it. I need you to do it. It's, it, it's your time. Man. This team will never be more than what it is unless you double yourself and like go to it. And if you can get to another level, we need that. Yeah, that would be amazing. We need because that's the only way it's going to okay. work. It's not going to work if you don't. That's the guys that okay. I respect. That's the three. I, hey, look, you know, I have no problem with either one of those lists except for Tatum on Infinite's list. I, I just feel like he's too young yeah. to expect that. I used to put that same pressure on him. Side note, I didn't know his age. 
And I just thought he presented himself as the star of that team and then would totally disappear when they needed him. But then I said with his age, I mean, you know, even even Luca. So if I got to put Tatum on there, is Luca on there, too? I mean, he's 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 carrying that weight. No, uh, well, okay. Let me give you, let me give you some proper okay, right, right. there. Lucas even more. Two weeks ago, two two two, two weeks ago, the niggas were in yeah, tenth place. Yeah. yeah, my fault. My fault, dog. You should have been some shit for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't, yeah. you know. Before that, yeah, me and Joe agreed about the yeah, age man. shit. But, but actually, I don't want to say the shit man. about the age. Yeah, yeah. But no, nah, nigga, you, you ran up the list this yeah. year, nigga. In the last three weeks mm-hmm. of the season, you, you ran all the way the fuck up. So keep you know. keep that energy. Well, let me ask you a question, Al. But let me ask you a question. Just just crossing the lines here, crossing the company lines. When we're looking at the Celtics, we see that Jalen Brown is also there. When we're looking at the Mavericks, what else is there? Mm. What else? Uh, for me, only person, uh, yeah, only person for me, but nobody really knows about is Jalen Jalen Brunson. But they don't. To but me, Jalen Brunson ain't Jalen Brown. No, 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 yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to you know, say nothing against what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, if we're right. measuring players, if somebody said, let's yeah. trade Jalen Brunson for Jalen Brown, the Celtics would say, fuck no. No, well, you all mean, but remember, you specifically asked who, yeah, but you specifically okay. asked yeah, yeah, who no, else was going. Yeah, and that's fair, and that's fair. And that's fair. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's all I'm asking. And I feel like Brown has his own problems with being consistent. Like, like, if we're looking at his whole list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Both of them. Because both of them. he plays the same position as the other. They play the same position. They play the same position. Imagine if you had Shaq and Dwight Howard on the same team. It's difficult. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't matter who you think is better at the time. We can have arguments about which one of those are better. But we can both agree. All three of us can equally agree that those two players take up right. the same space and they do the same thing at the same time. So it becomes difficult to operate. Okay. In a, in a team, in a at team. At the game. same time. Yeah. In a team yeah. dynamic. It, it, so so that difficult. brings me to a next level yeah. question. And Infinite, I'll start with you. Uh, the, the pressure on the whole NBA team. Um, who has the most pressure on them as a team to win an NBA championship this year, uh, this organization is Boston. Yeah, that's me, not Boston. You know, you can't, even though they've been on that list for a while anyway. But uh, nonetheless, uh, definitely Devin Brooklyn. Booker. Once again, it's, it's BK. It's, 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 it's got to be Phoenix. Yeah, no, 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 no. Bro- oh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh. Oh, no, 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 Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Because they wasn't. We've been talking about Brooklyn last what, twenty months now. Like they gave, they sold the farm, bought in Harden, bought in Durant. Bought in, you know, COVID Kyrie bought all that shit in. You sold your feet. Did you call him COVID Kyrie? COVID Kyrie. That's that's with the K though. That's not with the C. That's the KK. That's the KK. That's going to be on the merch. That's got to go on the merch. That's got to go on the merch. COVID Kyrie. Like, that's good. I like that. That's funny. So so that's your number one team. So, you know, you did all this? With, number one. got to win. So you said, yeah, you, you got to win. You, you talk to, you called up the devil. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you, you wanted, you wanted to become the nemesis of the Knicks, and we, we want to get a championship before the Knicks ever do. Like, throw that oh, in yeah, their face, right across, right across the river. Now. Come on, man. 
It's not her fault. If you're reasonable <laughs> about it, but how you gonna do it? You gotta go through us to get it, and you ain't better than. I, I have no problem. Yeah, I really so, find that. In this one, oh, in this one, we'll do, we'll do top two. So, do you have a second one, a second team okay. under the pressure? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, Logic alluded to the play earlier. Uh, it's the fucking Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. Utah Jazz, nigga. Yeah. Nigga, yeah. if it don't work, you gotta blow that team up, and we we need to keep coming and and rock the bridge from time. Mm-hmm. Kobe Kyrie, we need Donovan in New York. So, like, if y'all gonna get it done this year, like, that shit's gonna get blown up. Somebody's walking away from that. Somebody's walking away from that team at the end of the season. How do we go forward? Yeah, exactly. How do we go forward? That's the GM, man. Like, what do we do? Blow it up. We can't break the second round. Like, how do we get past the second mm-hmm. round? Is it Kawhi Leonard? Exactly. Or, like, how are we gonna do it? How are we gonna do it? How are we gonna do it? You gotta do something reckless. You have to by the, by the way, me to... by the by the way, Lofty and I will be breaking those down this summer with our GM summer GM Oh yes. Yes. Um yeah, side note for the fan base, like we're gonna go through every single franchise, we're gonna go through every player. Amen. All right. So logic, how do you see it? Uh Name the organization with the most pressure to win an NBA championship this year. The organization right now that I feel, and nobody's going to agree, but I'm me, so I don't care. The organization that I see myself thinking that has the most on the line is Milwaukee. Mm. Because the whole story changes if they win the second The first one, we gave them, and we kind of walked past it, and it's like, okay, yeah, they won. They won another one. We got to look at Milwaukee different. We got to look at that the organization. Team that made the it same way last you look at the Pistons when again. they won back to back. It, okay, but then you get back there again, and then you win again. And now it's a dip, now you, you know, you're in the Piston conversation. Mm. You're in, you know, like you know, you're in the. Let's say you're in the Spurs conversation, sort of. You're in. You're better than the Mavericks. You, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you become not just this one thing, this one-off, not just this one-off thing that happened mm. this time. One of the things, and this is just an aside, and every listener, I'm sorry. I, you know, alcohol is a thing, and it builds asides for me. One of the asides is that one of the issues that we have to make with right now is that nobody believes in the ring that they won. Because it was like the Disney Championship ring, or whatever, you know, like whatever you say that it is. Because it was a one-off, it, it wasn't, you know, continuous domination. You know, right. We got it, and we own. You know, and it's not even really domination. Like, ain't nobody asking you win six. You don't have to be the Bulls. You don't have to be the Warriors. But if you win two back yeah. to back, you're the Rockets. You're the, you're, you know, you're in there. Like you're in that. Like we have to talk about you forever now. You went to. We have to talk about you forever now. You're part of basketball forever now. You're part of the history of the game. No matter where the game go, you're part of it now. The same way that the Detroit Pistons with the two that they won, a part of it now. Like you. And I feel like Milwaukee kind of caught wind at the end of the season, got hot. To the point where we started looking at Giannis as an MVP dude, even though we was not looking at him 
right. for most right. of the season, I think that they really want to keep that throne. And because and, and, it's Milwaukee, and the only thing better than Milwaukee winning is Milwaukee winning second. That's amazing. That's Kareem shit. Like, you're getting into that. That will put Giannis into Kareem level. Now, you like that dude, like, you know, multiple championships in Milwaukee. But again, that's just the way okay. it's. I, no, no, that, that that's a brilliant, brilliant take. Um, I know, I'm brilliant. <laughs> For me to to round it out, that's why you need the podcast. For me to round it out, I got I got I got to put Phoenix on that list. You know, uh, despite okay. CP3, it's got to be that whole team. Like Booker mm-hmm. has been great mm-hmm. since he's been great. Mm-hmm. Like he's still great. We never talk about him. He's great. Always been great. Uh, and and Always that team wins this many games every year, and they're number one again. So they, yeah, they have to win. Mm-hmm. And then the other mm-hmm. team that we didn't touch on, but we touched on a player that had to win, like Infinite said, Embiid. I think Philly has to prove that that their move was right because they kind of gave away too much for Harden, right? Like they they kind of gave away too. Can I, yeah, can I question? Is it is it fair? Hashtag not to cut you off, but is it fair for me to question that though? Is I mean, it- that, yeah, you could question it because. What is a Philadelphia fan like? What is like? Do you really think Philadelphia fans are thinking about championship? Do you really think? That's I, what I think you you're you're playing to win. So if I'm if I'm playing to win as a Philadelphia right. 76er, I question right. the trade that you made. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you gave you may right. have given up too much. So right. this playoff is to me indicative mm-hmm. of two things. One. Either you gave away too much or you knew what you needed to win and you traded for that and now you're at the highest level. You want you want an NBA championship. The, the... Understand. And I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Do you remember Michael Carter Williams? Refresh my memory. Right. Right. Mm. I know you do GM hat. I know you do. Rookie of the year. Who I now plays in Sarajevo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, one of the single mm-hmm. monstrous seasons mm-hmm. of NBA history, and mm-hmm. who nobody. was part of who was part of the let's just fail on purpose for five years. Yeah, you know, him, Tony Roden, uh, Robert mm-hmm. Covington. They had mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. keep naming them. Kelvin, like it was a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Just like you can lay them out. There was a young guy, Sean Holmes. Sean Holmes was there. Sean Holmes. What's my man from Duke? Um, oh, fucking um, from Duke. Oh, the light skin. Yeah, the light skin nigga. Damn, I forgot what y'all. Yep. yep. Shit. Yep. Uh, yep. Come on, Joe. Yep. Who's the light skin nigga? From Duke with the hair. Um, yeah. Okafor. 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 Yeah. Okafor. Jaleel Okafor. Yeah. Jaleel Okafor. Okafor. Who was supposed yeah. to be the future until he wasn't the yeah. future. Yeah. What I'm asking you, Joey G, and what I'm yeah. posing you, posing to you, let me say it this way. What I'm posing to you with these things and these people that I'm bringing into the conversation and emphasis understanding exactly where I'm going with this because this is how we talk. What I'm saying is are we certain at this point that this organization is committed to winning with the team that they have? Because I'm not committed to that. I'm not committed to that. And until they prove that or win something or bring it up, like I don't, because everything that I've seen in the last 10 years shows me that they're willing to let anything, you know, to make you believe that they want to win more than 
they've told me about winning over and over. And they've kept telling me that these are the people that are going to win until they got rid of people for more people. And it doesn't seem like they're part of it. They think the people are about the winning and not the organization. Mm-hmm. So maybe the... So maybe the Does pressure is all on MB. Like it's 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 a guy that's that's or maybe the pressure is the Philadelphia organization mm-hmm. to prove that everything that we just said about the 30 people we just named is going to lead to winning. Because if all of that leads to a second round loss in the playoffs, then it was yeah. all for nothing. And indeed it's for nothing, and all of this is nothing. And James Harden is nothing. <laughs> and it's all the same nothing that Philadelphia's had for the last 10 years. It's nothing. You get nothing. You lose. Take your winnings. Collect your change. You lose. Pick up your purse. Put it on your shoulder. Walk out the room. Mm. You lose. Because everything we believe is that all these moves, sideways, backwards, forwards, trading these people, moving these people, was so that you could win. So what happens when you still don't win? Is that Embiid's fault? Are we going to blame that on Embiid? Who didn't play basketball for like the first two years he came in the league? Are we going to blame him? Is it his fault? Are we going to blame Ben Simmons? Who don't even play there no more? Who, who, who do you blame? Who you blame is the organization that doesn't build who keeps trying to trade their way into it and switch they way into it and finesse they way into it. You can't finesse it, baby. You can't finesse okay. it, baby. That's all Eloquently put, brilliantly said, and that's yeah. how we'll end it tonight. Hey, logic yes, over everything. That's how right? we'll end it tonight. Um, we, you know, logic yeah. has given me a lot to think about because now I want to do a podcast. Like, who do you blame? I want to I want to go through it. That's I want to leave it on that cliffhanger. That's wonderful. Uh, Amen. Okay. Well, I'm Joey G. And for Infinite and Logic, this has been Logic Over Everything. It's over. And it's been everything. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, listeners. Appreciate you.